Hello everyone, this is the Joyclicks Gamescast. I'm your host, Christian Buckley, joined by the cozy conductor, Kevin Diaz, for episode 20. What's going on? How we doing? What's happening? Doing alright, Kevin. How you feeling? How you doing? Oh, doing good. Doing good. Um, uh, I've done really nothing the past, like, let's call it, call it, like, what, 15, 17 hours, but literally scrubbing through the state of play yes <laughs> for that breakdown yeah mm-hmm. like it was i started at 11 last night went till three in the morning then continued from 9 a.m this morning till like 2 p.m where i finished mm-hmm. i haven't done the math but that's the that's the time slots i did that's impressive so it was it was a lot it was a lot it was wow. fun it was fun I'm glad. I'm glad you felt productive. At least that's at least one good thing out of it, you know. Truly, truly, <laughs> truly. Um, How you feeling? Feeling good? Doing, doing good? all right. Uh, heavy day of work. Lots of stuff to take care of today. But I'm excited. We got a good show lined up. Lots to discuss and a big pots that I know both of us have been looking forward to. Um, we can tease that now. As as two former big well. You're still a big PlayStation guy, and I still am too, but that was the main thing we covered before. Truly, yes, yes. I know mm. you and I can't wait to predict this PS5 event. Let's do it, because it's, it's happening, it's happening. Before we get to that, it is time for Patch Notes, as always. Patch Notes, of course, the segment at the top of the show where we update stories of the week before, uh, sprinkling corrections if need be. Uh, if you want to send any supplementary material about the episode you're listening you can do it on comments twitter anything and we will update it in the following episode but we got some things that we talked about in the past few weeks first up um immediately after recording last week you and i talked about on the show the uh jeff Keeley, christopher nolan team up to premiere the newest trailer for his film tenet in fortnite yes. mm-hmm. uh you didn't get a chance to watch that right yeah, no. Um, I I do eventually plan on watching that trailer. I know you're pretty much on media blackout for Tenant. Oh yeah, understandably so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm still interested in seeing that trailer for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yep. Yeah, interesting. Fortnite is continuing to do this and are looking forward to the future. It's funny enough. Christopher Nolan announced after that event that he will be screening a full film of his in Fortnite this summer. I don't think it's Tenant. But could you imagine, Kevin, if like we can't go to movie theaters and Nolan's like, you know what? <laughs> Watching Fortnite. <laughs> That's a really you know what? I know we we talked a little bit offline about like, hey, is it gonna be Inception? Is mm-hmm. it gonna be any of the Batmans? You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. what, I guess there's a bit of a decent shot <laughs> that you just says screw it. Tenet streaming right now on Fortnite on X time Maybe. at Risky Reels, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Pull up. <laughs> Well, it, it's funny, too, because Fortnite has a history, obviously, of, like, getting spacey with stuff and messing with the reality in the game, which is some of the coolest things, some of the coolest headlines to come out of the game, but um, I think you last week shouted out Interstellar as being, like, the trippy Nolan movie, even more than Inception, because of how it gets with, like, space and time, so maybe doing some, like, interactive elements similar to the Travis Scott concert could be really cool yeah. with that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that can land up. I think also, like, to the same tone, I think Inception could be a really good way to do it as well. Yeah. At, at how, like, mind-bending visuals there are in that movie as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that could be really cool, too, to add a little bit more of a Fortnite immersion, 
live service type of element to it, but mm-hmm. I I kind of feel a little bit more confident that it's probably Batman. I, think I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it's probably one of the the Batmans or Inception, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll see. But our other patch note for this week, uh, of course, the past, honestly, couple months at this point, I think, we've continually talked about Silent Hill, Silent Hills, PT, Konami, PlayStation, um, because it's rumored heavily from many outlets that Silent Hill is going to be making a return this year. Um and we have another actual tangible seed that this may be true because this week dead by daylight the popular asymmetrical multiplayer game announced that they'd be doing a silent hill dlc which has like 2020 renders like new looking new models for pyramid head and i think the other character's name is cheryl um but two iconic Silent Hill characters being thrown into Silent Hill maps. There's music from the original game, all being added to Dead by Daylight. This, for me, seemed very out of left field. But oh, also, it's sure. like, it's like, wait, like, oh, okay, like, there's like, because I instantly, like, you know, Nidrick thought, like, man, like, is this somehow fueling the like multiple Silent Hill rumors that we've gotten about? Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's allegedly coming to ps5 you know right. etc um uh so i mean like i guess i, I guess i'll ask you like I, after after hearing this right like are you more uh what's the word i'm looking for are you more i guess in the realm of believability that we are getting oh. more yeah uh, silent hills yeah, yeah i kind of believed it from the get-go because like it makes sense right konami i feel like has been very interesting since the fallout with kojima in terms of what they do because like metal gear survive and bomberman r and some castlevania collections and the castlevania tv series are really like the big things to come out since then Mm -hmm. so i would totally believe that if they wanted to do anything with any of their franchises of all of them it would be like silent hill yeah right which i know has big fans but obviously metal gear and even castlevania i think are probably bigger names to many people right for castle or that for uh then silent hill is for sure for sure did, did you see that weird this is a little, little side note did you see that thing where uh konami said that metal gear survive was kojima's idea originally <laughs> honestly i believe it <laughs> like i like, would huh. believe that for sure interesting yeah yeah uh, interesting i oh, bought that game I, wait really? no i didn't no i didn't i played the demo or beta or something gotcha. like that yeah, I didn't buy it. Never mind. I did play it, and, mm-hmm. I, and it's somewhere on one of the channels. I think it's on PlayStation Source channel. I don't even know, but mm-hmm. yeah. What a weird company. <laughs> Very weird. Very weird. But uh, speaking of playing games, you and I have been playing some games. Um, I guess I can kick off this week because I finished two things, and I don't have much to say about them. By all means, yeah. By but all means. I finished Animal Crossing in terms of getting three stars in the KK concert got that nice so nice i can now terraform my island will now have have a vision within the next week or so probably (laughs) but um you gotta love it you gotta love it yeah that was fun enjoyed it nice ending and um the other one is final fantasy 7 remake truly truly Mm -hmm. truly Mm. current game of the year yep as to be expected Mm yeah 
you and I have had discussions about this. Uh, I think it might be my new favorite game of all time. Interesting. So, I mean, not interesting like in that notion, but like, do you? Is it just you're waiting for time to pass to see if like you're over the like honeymoon, just just beat the game, you know, and like waiting for some time to be in the mix to really determine like if it's your favorite game of all time, or is there something in specific that's holding you up, or like what's the, you know? I'm just curious. Um, I think it is a little bit of a matter of time, but also gotcha. like remember how when I beat Spider Man and you and I talked about this at length, like beating spider-man it was like i have nothing bad to say about this but i could have wanted more right right with with seven remake i have nothing bad to say about it and that's it (laughs) so like Mm, similar feeling it just washed over me with like how amazing it was and how incredible it is that this game exists yeah um but yeah i do want to see if time changes that at all because right now it feels like it doesn't and i beat it last saturday and we're recording on Thursday, so like, I feel the exact same I did a week ago. So yeah, yeah. I even forgot to link you this. Uh, I was I was watching the um, Aerith voice actor play through mm-hmm. uh, Cloud initially meeting Aerith. Mm-hmm. Such a good video. If you it's guys so haven't good. checked it out, check it out. I that's think a, that's I a think very, very cool. Her video. YouTube channel or maybe Twitch channel also is Strange Rebel Gaming. Mm. I believe. Um, good to plug. She also did a uh, video, uh, I think when the cast was announced, her and the voice actor for Barrett did a video together. Like, I think playing the original game, maybe? I don't remember what it was specifically. It could have been the demo, but... Yeah, it's cool seeing that someone who I I believe I had seen on YouTube before in terms of being, like, a Let's Player was cast as Aerith, because I remember that was really cool. That is cool. I thought she was, like... I know that her her main starts were from YouTube. I thought it was just, you know, she was an actress. Yeah. Or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So. Interesting. All right. I will check it out for sure. But uh, speaking of Final Fantasy, before we dive into the Final Fantasy you've been experiencing, uh, do you want to <laughs> shout out what happened this past week? <sighs> All right, guys. Check us. So we got we to gotta lay some things out. So I know last week. We talked about, oh yeah, we're uh, gonna do a uh, you know separate Final Fantasy VII remake spoiler cast here. Um, once again, uh, the the uh, the devices that we make content on uh, really you know bit back this week, uh, and specifically bit me back. Uh, so it was a two and a half hour episode. Uh, I thought it was a really good one. You know, I don't yeah. know how you feel, Christian. I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately. My tech decided to swallow my end of the recording. Very, very unfortunate. Very frustrating. Very sad. But fret not. We will be back. <laughs> we will do it. Yeah. It I'm, not will... try... yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I just wanted to update. And also, I do agree it was a good conversation. But I think we can top it. Oh, 100%. And oh, I'm not, no, 100%. I don't mean like top it in terms of runtime. Because I don't think we need to do three hours, but <laughs> there's definitely things that we can talk about. Um, I think now, especially that you've seen a little more of Crisis Core, yeah, um, yeah, that we yeah. could really go into and talk about, and more like nitty gritty about the actual story in terms, rather than like our general impressions of it. Because I feel like a lot of that came through on this podcast. But speaking yeah, yeah, of sure. Crisis Core, please update us. 
it's uh, going very, very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to bring up a little bit of a very light spoiler. I'm just saying the name of a character that's in the game. Mm-hmm. Aerith. Mm-hmm. Met her. Nice. Uh, and it, it, it was... Uh, like, I don't want to spoil it at all. But, like, it was really cool returning to see Aerith again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, just the way it's done... It's, 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 you'll understand what I mean. Like, it's just a very neat way that we see Aerith again. Um, and it was cool having a little segment with her. Uh, and, um, and yeah, yeah, very, very cool stuff there. Overall, you know, it's been very fun. Um, I, I haven't continued too much past that point. Um, Mm -hmm. I did a little bit of some stuff at the HQ, but, but we're, 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 we're definitely going in and, and I think we're nearing towards like the the last act of the game, seemingly, mm-hmm. um, just because of like what's happening and like uh, I have like I guess long story short, as you meet people throughout the game, uh, your like character roster starts to fill, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the start of the game, it's set of like okay, you're gonna meet X amount of people and they're all blacked out, like it's a fighting game, you know what I'm saying? That, yeah. Like you haven't like unlocked that character. I'm down the one. Uh, and, you know, off of the outline of this character, it's safe to say who it is, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I guess I won't say it here just in case because, like, I don't know how touchy it is. Um, but, yeah, I have yet to meet that character, and then I think uh, we're nearing the end of Crisis Core. But it's still great, still fun, still loving, experiencing, experiencing, experiencing the PSP in 2020. So it's been nice. Question been nice. for you about Crisis Core. Um, yes. You mentioned to me on this show and off camera um, that you were really like engrossed by the world of Seven Remake and Seven as a whole. Uh-huh. Do you find yourself as immersed or as invested in the world and characters in Crisis Core as you did in Seven Remake? And yeah, sorry, sorry, bud. I was gonna say, if not, do you know why? It's definitely yeah. It's definitely yeah. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it just boils down to just me just being completely like enthralled with the world that is made in Final Fantasy Seven. I think I think that's maybe like what it overall boils down to. Mm-hmm. But the but the way they're delivering stuff as well, it's done of course with like a lot of text, but like the text is interesting to look into. You know, like you um, over the uh, over as you play the game, you get emails. You know, of like oh this is happening. Uh, da, like. Uh, whether it's from um, HQ or or from like another uh, person in your level of soldier and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, but that's how you get like lore about the world and also with like people that you talk to in the world as you're playing the game. But it's it's as it's as interesting as remake. You know, remake mm-hmm. obviously you know it's it's you see more of it in a better fashion, of course, it being on the PS4. You know, yeah. a modern like game. The presentation and stuff like that. is like night and day, but exactly, exactly. The, the but... lore is still grabbing you. Yes, yeah, nice. for sure, for sure. That's it's good cool. To hear. It's cool stuff. It's very, very cool. Um, you've also been exploring a lot of ancient Greece. We need to talk about this, right? Here's mm-hmm. the thing, Sasquiasi. You love it. I love it. Honestly, I. It was last weekend, I believe. Um, I was up till like four in the morning, Christian, just hunting down some mercenaries, hunting down some cultists. You know what I'm saying? Trying to, 
yeah, like, you know, trying to trying to get some drachmi, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm yeah. out here, you know? And I really, like, had the thought of, like, man, if I were to rank my top five games of all time, I think it's safe to say that Odyssey is on that top five games of all time for me. Nice. Like, I forget, like, how fun that game is mm-hmm. and how, like, it is – it is so good, man. It's yeah. so good, so good. It, it's gorgeous. It's it's Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's 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 one of the best games of this gen. You know, so for me. Remind me when you left off with Odyssey, where did you walk away? Did you finish the main story or no? Yes, I did beat the main story, but mm-hmm. I I'm like finishing off like some side things that I didn't get to finish off. So like one of them being, um, I'm still hunting down all of the cultists and the mercenaries. Um, right. I, I want to say I'm like 75% on both of them. Like, like, like if I had like two days dedicated to it, I could probably knock it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so that, and I also finished all of the Atlantis stuff. Nice. That is the prologue to the DLC. So, so that, that's also completed. Yeah. The setup were the monsters, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 So, uh, recently I fought, um, Oh my god, this is so embarrassing. I forgot her name. Hold Medusa. on. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, I fought Medusa. Very, very a bit of an annoying boss fight, but still like pretty easy. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like a very, like re- a bit of a repetitious and long boss battle. Sure. But it's still fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you f- so having finished the story, going back to do the filler stuff, or not filler, mm-hmm. but like side stuff, and then. Uh, charging ahead to do the meaty expansions that came out after launch have you found it like easy to dive back into because like you said i also love assassin's creed odyssey it's my second favorite in that entire franchise Mm -hmm. um but after the valhalla trailer i reinstalled odyssey and i kind of found it a little daunting to dive back into like i left off I think two chapters before the end of the final, like the main story. Um, right. So it was a little bit more of adjusting, but it wasn't hard to get back into the story. Like seeing what quests I had to do, it's like, right, yeah, okay, so Cassandra's going for these people. She already talked to her mom. We got to really have that final confrontation with Alexios. But, right. Yeah, I just like ju- jumping back into that world and being like, okay. Let's follow along this marker that I left off on. It was like a little yeah. bit of like, <laughs> yeah, right, right. I yeah, I I seriously and like, I feel like it's 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 a it's a Ubisoft game thing, you know, like because yeah. I felt that same way when I went back into Division Two earlier this year mm-hmm. to do the Warlords of New York DLC and to prep for that. Um, in the same way that I'm prepping for getting into the, the getting into the odyssey dlc here pretty soon um it's definitely a little bit jarring of like okay like there's a lot here you know and it's it's it and it's a lot i feel like amplified in odyssey just because odyssey is stupid big yeah like stupid big it 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 it, it's still like how does this even exist you know i don't know (laughs) it's it's a huge map and there's a lot of markers there's a lot there's a lot going on you know um yeah. so it, it definitely took a while to like all right like have like what do you want to do you know like just let's just trim the fat let's let's look at like what you want the meat to be and mm-hmm. then just go after that you know um so th- it did take a while to do that and one thing that was really random 
Um, I forgot how to, how to like, dodge, not like dodge, but like evade. Oh, yeah. If then like had like back up and it's with the square button. I forgot that for the longest time. <laughs> so it was like a solid like maybe like my like third day heavily going back in Odyssey where I'm like ah, there it is. <laughs> like you know. Um, but overall, like I'm I'm pretty much back into the swing of things of in sort of in terms of control and everything. Nice. Um. But yeah, it is definitely more daunting than Division Two getting back into for sure. Sure. For sure. Yeah. But still, a, still a great game. Still great. Oh, last thing, very, very last thing. A character uh, that that is a pretty much like a main cast character throughout the whole game mm-hmm. uh, ends up ends up departing with you and going separate ways. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, it's like it's like I guess one of the like the last like story things that you kind of do. But it wasn't in the main story. It's like kind of like the like side stuff that's still revolving like around the main plot, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and like, there's a moment where like you guys are like looking off into like the sunset on the beach, whatever. And it's like, man, like, I'll, and like, he goes, well, you know, well, my character is Alexios, so he's like, well, Alexios, you've given me an Odyssey I'll never forget. And like, <laughs> I kind of like got emotional. I was like, holy shit, like, damn, like. It's fuck. <laughs> I was like, oh man, he said it. it. It's funny yeah. you say that because yeah. <laughs> if I was experiencing that, I would have hit the PlayStation button, close application. Dude, I was like, oh my god, how how are you going to drop that on me like that? Like, wow. Uh, when you're like 65 hours in, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Great game. Great game. Um, Yeah. Uh, I have one game, but I know you want to shout out another Ancient Greece game. Mm-hmm. God of War 2. Uh, not really much to report here, you know. It's still great, still good. It's a better God of War one, and yeah, it is what it is. I'm still pushing through the story. Still a better and more uh, interesting story than the first one, to a to a to a certain degree. But like, I think the main things right at home about with God of War two is that like it's a much improved in terms of like controls and like just like, as a game as a whole. Yeah, it's just a better overall package. So nice. yeah, God of War two has been good. After hearing and talking to you, and I might have said this last week too, or I definitely said it to you when you were streaming, like, I think if I do go back to the God of War games, because I've only played a little bit of one of the PSP games in 2018, I'm Mm -hmm. going straight into two. I'm not playing one. I agree. I think you should do that. I agree. I agree. But speaking of going straight into two, Last of Us Part 2 is coming up soon. Indeed. And I can't just go straight into two, because I played The Last of Us one time in 2013 Mm. it's been a while it has and i restarted it i know you've been trucking along you've uh recently reached yeah so yeah my 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 latest end off point uh yesterday we did the stream we did uh the university and lakeside resort so Mm -hmm. winter is done we're now in the spring we're in the very much like end oh yeah you're almost done yeah, yeah. Like next, next, next Wednesday is the last episode of the main story. Nice. Yeah. So we're right there. Um, and yeah, it's so for like revisiting it because I I talked to you a little bit about this. Um, and we I think we had a similar sentiment talking about Uncharted a couple episodes back. Like starting up The Last of Us again, I'm surprised how much I remember vividly for something I played one time. Right. Like. There's so many scenes that I can play in my head. Obviously, the intro to the game, which it happens in the first 10 minutes, but, like, Joel losing his daughter in that way 
it didn't hit the way of like the first time it happened like oh man you're telling something that i haven't seen in a game before like because we've seen it done since then right like we've seen a story on that emotional level at least once a year i feel like in games since 2013 Mm -hmm. um but when it first happened in 2013 with the last of us it was shocking right yeah um but obviously that seems iconic um i'm only at the end of bill's town right now so uh going to be continuing on to pittsburgh according to your schedule yes but yeah i think my biggest takeaway outside of how much i remember about the interactions between these characters and i don't know why it stuck with me so much honestly um because there's scenes that i'm going to hit eventually later in the game that aren't going to surprise me because i they're burned into my head like Mm. there's a specific scene in winter that's just the image that hangs right before the conclusion of this big conflict in winter i'm never going to forget that picture like it's yeah intense yeah so uh, other than that though you know playing on survivor don't have the echolocation mode uh Ooh. it's fun it's it's very fun i honestly kind of think that survivor might be the way to play it I, I hear that a lot, and I have yet to go in and, like, try out a Survivor Grounded. And I, like, told the stream, uh, you know, the other day that, like, I do plan on, like, at some point, like, before Part 2 comes out, like, doing, like, a, you know, hey, let's just see what Grounded or Hearted, not Hearted, um, Grounded or uh, Survivor looks like, you yeah. know, because I've heard that, like, it's a very different game, you yeah, know, from and- normal versus uh, hard difficulty. Yeah. So, friend of the show, Jack Martin. Uh, Last of Us is his favorite game of all time and when I talked to him I think like five months ago about just part two I think when the delay happened like I told him about my replay and he was like I think you should do Survivor if you haven't before because I think that's the way to play the game and I was like Mm -hmm. okay bet I'll do it and um, I totally yeah I think what you were told is absolutely correct I think it's a different game but I think it's a much more intense game and it makes you prioritize stealth in a way that makes it so much better I think yeah yeah I bet I bet because like I do always try to lean towards like playing the stealthy route Mm because I just feel like that's what that's like the sort of like intention if you will if we're talking from like a in-world perspective you know Mm -hmm. um and like i do find the game like less fun when i'm treating it like a shooting gallery you know or treating it like an uncharted you know like that's definitely like less fun for sure Mm -hmm. you know so i try i try not to do it even on normal you know as like a last resort i'll use my weapons but yeah and interesting is it like because you don't immediately know how many enemies are in a room right and you're short on supplies in survivor it's much more like okay I have to take risks. Like, if this guy is on his rotation for his, like, sweep through the area, specifically when you're, like, escaping the quarantine zone at the beginning with Tessinelli, mm-hmm. um, when the, all those troops and you're going to, through, like, that broken-down alley in the rain, as soon as they turn around, it's like, okay, we can't wait, we gotta go, you know? And then it's so much more intense, and I'm trying to conserve ammo, I'm trying to just run, I'm trying to avoid as many enemies as I can, and, like... In most scenarios, I have tried to be as non-lethal as possible of just, like, trying to sneak by to the end point. Right. 
and it makes it very very interesting to the point where when i play part two i think i have to play on survivor because i'm used to thinking of the last of us in this way without the crutch i guess of the echolocation stuff that's interesting right that's interesting oh i i really hope they haven't unlocked you know from the job yeah i gotta assume was mm -hmm. it locked in the last of us when you first play it can you play on survivor so out the gate you you can but similar to uncharted with the nathan drake collection you can start on crushing uncharted 4 you have to unlock crushing yeah yeah i know the crushing is unlocked after you go through the game at least once yeah yeah uh, which I don't, I don't really like that. I wish it was just if you want to play on version, yeah. just go at it, you know. Mm-hmm. But oh well. So interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah. So, uh, looking forward to finishing that off probably by next week's episode. But with that, Kevin, it's time to talk some news. News, 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 news. Uh, why don't we roll straight into this? Actually, speaking of the Last of Us, this past week we got the Last of Us Part Two dedicated state of play. Yes, we um, did. We don't have to dive deep into what we saw here. I know you did your full big deep ninety one fact video breakdown, right? Yeah, yeah. That that's either up by the time you're watching this or soon. I'm mm-hmm. not sure when I'm gonna be able to get that recorded, but it is all planned out. It's ready to shoot and everything. So, mm-hmm. yep. And that'll be on PlayStation for. Source. Yes, it will be. Yes, nice. definitely, definitely. So, uh, general thoughts. As someone who who is combed through that presentation several times, um, overall, what was your biggest takeaway, and has anything changed for you after this? Right. Okay. Um, I think the biggest takeaways are like definitely the changes in like um, quality of life and combat stuff. Um, mm-hmm. In in terms of, like, of course, we can talk endlessly about the combat, but I'll get to first the um, quality of life stuff in terms of. You know, now you can do like little things like, uh, uh, you know, craft an arrow while while like you're switching to the arrow on the D pad on mm-hmm. that like crossbar menu. Like you don't have to go into your backpack and craft a menu, you know, and and like craft an arrow that way. Just like little touches like that that really like refine Last of Us and uh from like a from like a UI perspective mm-hmm. and from a just game game perspective as well. Um, but I think the biggest like thing that i've seen that's been like really really cool is their dedication to like making combat especially melee combat you know deeper than what it was in the original game mm-hmm. you know like with the involvement of like now there's uh now that there's uh dodging and there's even like specific dodges that if you do in a specific timing radius like if you get the timing right on it you can land up killing blow in terms of like a counter attack and different stuff like that like they they seem to be really you know, in a similar vein, how like we kind of saw them do a lo- do like a lot more in terms of melee uh, with Uncharted Three and Uncharted Four. Uh-huh. Like I just feel like those steps in between those games from two to three and three to four were drastic in terms of melee. It seems like they're doing a huge jump with The Last of Us, um, considering, of course, how much time it's been since the original game and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it, it 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 looks good. It's looking good. Also. The Vita lives. Of course it You does. gotta love it. You gotta love it. Um, you gotta love it. Kevin, I want to make a bet with you. Ooh. Let's so, do it. This is just pure speculation, right? I want okay. to see where, where you fall on this. I don't know the answer to this, okay? Got I've it. seen some of the leaks, but this does not involve that at all. Got it. 
Will the game... Because you made me think of this when you said Uncharted 4. Will the game end with a cinematic knife fight? Okay. Okay. Yes or no? I like the prospect of that. I like right? I like right? the prospect of like a cat and mouse type of like, you know, that's what I'm imagining. Like like some sort of like enclosed limited space. Mm-hmm. You're with a very dangerous threat, whether it's a human, whether it's, a, you know, likely a human, I think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and it's ruthless. Um, I like that. I like that. Um, hmm. Because you you brought up them learning from Uncharted, right? Uncharted three, yeah. Uncharted four. Yeah. Uh, Uncharted four, not going into details, ends with a some could argue quick time event, but like it it is a dynamic melee combat fight, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's the Definitely. first Naughty Dog game that goes to that extent. And right. seeing Naughty Dog flesh out, like you said, melee combat on this level that is more moment-to-moment dynamic, not like QTE dynamic, um, I feel like they'd want to capitalize on that to showcase it. At least, maybe it's not the end of the game, but I do think climactic, big Ellie with a knife, dodging, getting some stabs in, like, do you think that's how the game ends? Do you think that's the final boss? Yes or no? I... I think there's a decent shot because I like it too because like you got so much emotion and dialogue exchanges off of the Uncharted 4 fight that we are talking about. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like there was so much opportunity to show their both points of view while they're doing this very intense, beautiful fight as well. Like Mm -hmm. people just looking visually speaking. Um, There's a decent shot. There's a decent shot. Um, I'm not – I'll I'll give it a sixty five percent chance. I said yes or no, Kevin, because this is a bad. Oh damn. Huh. Okay. Okay. I, I like the way you're playing this. Um, because I have a little bit of reservation on that. Mm-hmm. I'll say no. Okay. So again, I don't know what the end right. of the game is, but I'll right. say yes. Loser. What's on the line here? Okay. Yeah. Has to stream got? a full hour of Last of Us One on Grounded. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Yep. Let's do it. We'll Sounds see what good. happens. Deal. Sounds good. <laughs> um, but I guess taking a step back too with this presentation and after Ghost of Tsushima as well, um, do you think that this is the path PlayStation would take should take with State of Plays in the future, like? Should they be Nintendo Direct direct style where it's like, check out all these indie games, these double-A games, and then the one big game that we get like a, a small trailer for that we would normally just post on a random Wednesday? Or do you think we should do State of Plays as like what we saw with Ghost and Part 2 of like, here's 20 minutes, mostly done by the studio. Uh, you have a talking head from the studio going through a lot of what we're they want to tell you and then a chunk of gameplay obviously that can't work for every game they would want to have a state of play about but what do you think do you think that that is like an e3 replacement or the new direction of state of plays that's so funny because i've been thinking about that a lot too mm-hmm. i've been thinking about it a lot like i think well number one 
I have enjoyed these past two state of plays with Ghost of Shishima and Part 2. I think it's been a really great way to, you know, do a lot in 20 minutes in terms of, like, giving you details about the game. And it's not even that we are hearing, like, that weird disembodied voice. Like, we are hearing developers, hearing the people that are working on the game firsthand, and them talking about the game firsthand. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, there's, 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 there's a lot there to offer, you know? And it's been really, really well done, I feel like, in my opinion. Um... You know, but I do think that there can be a future to the play where both can exist. You know, that yeah. th- th- that's a cop-out answer, of course. I understand that. But I generally feel like, you know, like we could have like maybe, every, you know, when it comes time, you know, for a big PlayStation release, maybe every time there is a dedicated, a dedicated state of play involving this game, like, like a huge, you know, news blowout that you know is uh commentated by those that are at those studios like i can imagine one right now in my head for spider-man 2 you know mm-hmm. or like god of war and like hearing cory barlock talk about god of war ragnarok or whatever it's called you know what i'm saying like yeah. i could easily see that continuing on you know mm-hmm. going off of this i just hope it's not a temporary thing because of what we're in right now in the world yeah. landscape you know i hope it's not temporary because i think there's a lot of fruit that can be gathered uh, with this style of stay of play, as well as, of course, benefiting the multi-game uh, stay of play that we have gotten from stay of plays one through four, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, yeah. And, like, comparing it directly to Nintendo Directs, because they're the ones that started that format, um, Nintendo runs the risk occasionally of expectations going wild, right? Because if you show... A premiere for Breath of the Wild 2 in a direct, what happens when the next direct doesn't have something of that caliber, right? Right. So, yeah, I think it, I'm interested to see how Sony deals with that in the future because I love Sony presentations, right? Um, even if I'm not super stoked for Ghost right now, I it was a good thing to watch. It was really detailed and interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely think that these two specifically are kind of unique in that what you said of it being temporary, maybe. Um, obviously, in the future, when there's not a game announced, it's not like you can just make something out of thin air, right? Like, But there is tons of smaller games, double A's, uh, first party or marketing exclusives that you could use to highlight a state of play and elevate the other announcements right um because like remember i think it was post e3 2017 we had a big drought for playstation stuff right Mm -hmm. that's when like everyone was like oh is god of war actually gonna come out in the fall like it leaked so why is (laughs) it gonna actually hit in like october or november and we ran off that until like the following e3 so it's a good point yeah 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 you have a very good point yeah Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see how State of Play evolves, but so did I. So am I. Uh, we got two quick little fun hits. First up, speaking of digital presentations in this new age, the Avengers, Kevin. Indeed, Earth's Mightiest Heroes coming out of the woodwork for a presentation on June 24th. Uh, at Play Avengers on Twitter, a couple days ago, as of this recording, tweeted out. Uh, something it wasn't exactly this but it was something to the effect of like we heard you like there were video it was it was a video and it was like all these tweets of like 
please don't tell me the game's delayed again uh, i'm excited for the game where is it i'm dying for more info like a bunch of like tweet compilations and um it was honestly, I think it was a fun video because like the developers of Crystal Dynamics, Eidos, Square Enix, did voiceover for this uh, video, and they had a bunch of their like zoom cameras showing up on this uh, screen to make like a mosaic around the Avengers symbol. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's kind of funny because the way they wrote it and like scripted it, it was like they were talking how you would hear fury talking in avengers trailer about reassembling getting the team back together but Man, it was for I the game that's crazy i didn't even pick up on that but you're so right yeah yeah that's exact. yeah that is really funny yeah you're mm -hmm. right absolutely yeah. so june 24th we're gonna get uh new gameplay new look uh, i believe they're calling it the war table presentation which is the uh the place where we select our missions from in home base in the game Mm -hmm. but i think out of everybody you and i make content with i think i'm the most excited for this game still <laughs> so. definitely yeah definitely like it's not that i'm not it's yeah. just like there's just you know there's there's, there's a there's some i i won't say bad taste because i haven't played the game so right. i can't you know and like i am anticipating us getting hopefully that beta which hopefully we get info on that next oh, month yeah. at this event you know because mm -hmm. i do want to play and get get hands-on you know what i'm saying and uh is this had the summer games fest with keely i'm not sure if it is i don't know man because like keely <laughs> and the summer games fest account retweets everything that's going on it's, so like i don't even know at this point like obviously yeah. there's the things that have the summer game fest banner and are on that channel but like is that sponsoring this event i don't know right right well i mean i only say that because like during the uh, summer games fest like promo mm -hmm. uh they did you know very very like make a statement that like hey like playable demos are a part of this event you know yeah. what i'm saying so hopefully one of those is this beta um but i don't know i just i just have a there's just been you know a bad a bad feeling about this game like well, i don't know and, i like, don't think I, you're alone I, yeah 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 i know i'm not yeah mm-hmm it's just unfortunate. I just, I just really, I mean, that's why I'm really like eager to see this presentation because like, I do want to see if like, you know, because we really haven't seen much besides the announcement of I forget her name, something Kamala Khan, Khan. help me out, Kamala Khan. Thank you, um, uh, being announced as one of like the main and seems like seeming like the main driving force of the main story in the game. Um, yeah, so she's like the spark that sets it all off, and then you eventually recruit the team together um yeah there hasn't been like a sizable gameplay chunk since that square enix e3 last year where we saw the a day demo which right. uh i have combed through many many times um but like i said i'm excited for this i personally enjoy the fact that it has a multiplayer component i like that it's going for the destiny thing because i love destiny but i fell off destiny I go back yeah. once in a while, but I I do like having a variety. I think I might be in a minority here of like finding games like Destiny that I can just pop into and see what their version of it is. Because I tried the beta of Anthem and they almost sold me. Um, yeah. yeah, I played like thirty hours of Division Two in March. Had a blast with it. Never gonna touch it again. But like, yeah, I'll buy a sixty dollar Avengers game for a story even if it's a b at plus at best 
and then stick around for that progression on the multiplayer side for sure. Right. I think what I'm fearful about Avengers, oddly enough that you bring up Anthem, is Anthem. Because, like, they talked about, you know, before Anthem comes out, like, they talked about it like it was going to be, like, a live service, like, Destiny-esque type of game, mm-hmm. right? And it's not what happened, you know? And I think, like, I, I, I think back to the way like multiple devs of Zudio were were trying to describe the game and trying to convey like what the game is mm-hmm. and even what's what was said amongst the people at Square Enix they were kind of conflicting and yeah. there stuff like that and just was kind of confusing so like it seemed like okay like you're I think you're you're like getting at the bite of like you want to make like a live service like Destiny-esque type of experience but like not everyone on the team is saying that right so like you know so it's like that's where i got a little bit like hesitant like oh man like all right like this seems kind of shaky but i hope that you know there there has been a full year since they've done a full thing you know Mm -hmm. so let's i'm i'm very hopeful that you know we we or at least the me's of the world that are going to get this game day one you know are interested in the game Mm -hmm. but uh really get sold on the game itself like what seemingly you are you know yeah like i a lot of my faith is riding on the fact that crystal dynamics has had an all right generation right like obviously the tomb raider reboot was the end of ps3 but they did rise of the tomb raider and that was beloved Mm -hmm. uh they didn't do shadow because they've been busy on this since shadow came out in i think 2015 but yeah like i do think again based on the mixed messaging of it all i think we're at least in store for a solid story that's going to be a good comic booky story uh and i am interested to see how the gameplay shakes out for multiplayer but for you is there a specific thing that you think they need to show or convey for the use of the world like Mm. do you think they just need to do a Sushima style presentation do you think they need to just no words play the game for a bit do you think you need this is the story side this is the game the multiplayer side like what do you need out of this presentation I would like the third of like showing like all right like like here's an example of like a story mission because we know that this story um it seems like you're going to be ever rotating cast of like hey like this chapter you're Tony Stark this chapter mm-hmm. you're Bruce Banner you know what I'm saying and like they all culminate and all you know uh, uh, feed into an overall linear narrative story, right? So like, mm-hmm. I would like to see more of that, but I would also like to see the multiplayer side in terms of like, what does it mean to like, you know? Because I, in like multiplayer stuff, I want to like mainline Cap. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want mm-hmm. Captain America like as so, so like, what does that necessarily mean? Like, is it like a Destiny like how I'm always a Titan in Destiny and like I consistently rank up my Titan? Is it like that? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I think. I need, I guess I need a little bit more towards the multiplayer side. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the story, I think it's it's gonna be what I just described. I I, I'm pretty sure. I think you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would like to see both. You know, definitely yeah. that like third one. You know, for sure. I think it's gonna be the best route to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I I think that's probably a good goal to hit, and I I do think this will be almost sort of a re-reveal in a way, mm-hmm. because the official reveal was last E3. And yep. there hasn't been much since then, just a lot of 
couple trailers, uh, some promo stuff, but it's been relatively quiet, so I could see this really be a second sort of debut for them and really nail the messaging this time because it's yeah. it's their day right like june 24th as far as i know right now nothing else is going on uh and i'm sure we'll be reacting if they're doing a live oh stream yeah oh yeah click, so i'm sure yeah though yeah definitely absolutely sure. very excited to see it very excited um this is a feel-good thing not necessarily a full story but uh cd project red right mm-hmm. they've uh been rising the ranks this generation right obviously witcher 3 was huge for them cyberpunk is arguably the most anticipated game of the year yep definitely the witcher as a series so witcher witcher 2 witcher 3 and Thronebreaker, that little spinoff i have has, no idea what that is wow it's crazy it's like a campaign based on gwent kind of oh okay but gotcha. it's not gwent because gwent is free to play I know you're talking about now. Okay, precisely. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. So, The Witcher as a series has sold 50 million copies as of this week. Would you look at that? Wow. I I do want to know, like, because how much of them are Witcher 3? I bet. Just out of sheer curiosity, right? Like, because I feel like 1 and 2 were never talked about until the third, you know? I would say half. Yeah, I mean, like, it is what it is. Totally not trying to, like, downplay 50 million copies of any IP. So, like, that's that's tremendously good, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'm just very curious to, to see that breakdown. But shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Very, very good stuff. You yeah. haven't played Witcher 3, right? I have not. Cyberpunk is likely or pretty much 100% going to be my first foyer into Cyberpunk. No, nice. into CD Project Red. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got the, um after the Netflix series came out, which I love, but um I got the complete edition of The Witcher 3 because I heard amazing things about the DLC, and I never finished the main game. I just did, like, 50 hours of side quests in wow. uh, the 2015 version. It's yeah. sitting there. It's sitting there waiting for me to open it up, but I'll get there eventually. But you like Witcher 3? Like, long? Oh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Overwhelming for sure, because all of the side quests are insanely well written. So there's a pressure to feel like you have to do all of them. Is it like less or more than Odyssey? I would say it's about the same. Uh, about the same. Yeah. A lot of question marks on that map. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh. I see. I see. We have one more story though. Let's do this it. this one's directed towards me. Oh yes. yes. So originally this was gonna be in arkham watch because the source is we got this covered who their track record oh not good (laughs) but here's the thing kevin this story it it was out there a little while ago it's been corroborated by jeremy conrad who again doesn't have a perfect track record but is all right with marvel news and uh, a a few other disney insiders currently for disney plus in production there is a kingdom hearts animated tv series that man it just sounds right oh yeah you know what i'm saying it's i mean mean, and again this is coming from me i haven't played any of the kingdom hearts games my only experience is that i've done uh i'm sorry not done excuse me been in audience to a very deep dive into the overall kingdom hearts lore shout out to christian shout out to cross circle r.i.p um 
and I watched a few Kingdom Hearts 3 streams, but I love the Kingdom Hearts soundtracks. Oh, they're amazing. They, they got some good music in there. Very, very good music, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I'm definitely eager to see what it what it like i guess i'll ask you also like where do you think the show will go or like what is it going to be focusing on is it is it or like if if, if there's a specific era of kingdom hearts that you want explored what so, do you think here's the thing the only things we have heard with this r- report is that it is animated because there was some speculation about live action but it is animated um and Disney cast members will be returning to voice Disney characters. So like Winnie the Pooh, Hercules, the people that you would expect out of the Disney cast in Kingdom Hearts are coming back, right? Gotcha. So because of that detail, I don't think we're going to get the weird Kingdom Hearts original stuff, which is like 10,000 years ago about the foretellers or whatever they were called. Um I, I don't think it's going to get into that weird stuff, so I do kind of think that it's going to be, at least season one, a retelling of Kingdom Hearts 1. Ooh, I would like that. Mm-hmm. I would actually like that a lot. I would like that a lot, because I've flirted with the idea of going through the Kingdom Hearts series. I've like definitely, you know, you know, seen it at a bar here and there, you know, just kind of like said what's up to that idea, but... I'm still kind of, you know, you know, trepid on actually doing it, you know? Yeah, I don't blame you because as someone who replayed (laughs) all of them leading up to three, it's definitely a investment, right? Mm -hmm. Like that, that Christmas break, my days were just dedicated to grinding through those. Like, that's crazy. It's like nine games, right? And I think what you said about this making sense kind of makes sense because in the package you can buy now i think three of the games got turned into films so like we're already halfway there kind of (laughs) that an animated series kind of makes sense man like do you well i mean i guess with that sense like do you think like they just do kingdom hearts one two and three season one two and three so, no, because I do think you'd probably get some of the spinoffs because the spinoff, like, to play, to tell the story of three, you need at least three of those spinoffs. That's so insane. And then, Dang, if you remember, Kevin, dipping back into the lore, I don't know if you'll remember this. Okay. Birth by Try Sleep it. was the PSP game. Precisely. That is canonically in the story of Sora the first in the timeline we do have this weird movie that was based on a mobile game that's like ten thousand years in the past uh-huh but in terms of the immediate cast of the main games right birth by sleep is basically kingdom hearts zero interesting so i wonder if they would start there the reason i said oh. they would start with kingdom hearts one is because birth by sleep does dip into some of that weird original lore and I feel okay. like a Disney Plus series would want to skew more onto the, like, we're touring the Little Mermaid this week. Now we're in Olympus, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, yeah, I mean, hmm, I, I would love to know also, like, the art style approach like they would do. Yeah. I, I don't know if, like, I mean, I feel like you would know. You have you have seen those Kingdom Hearts movies, I, I presume, you know, uh-huh. that, are, that are in Kingdom Hearts 3. So, like, 
would you like whatever animation style that looks like or do they look like you know if you're watching it like on youtube like those like mm-hmm. video um type where they make like last of us movie you know and they just do yeah. all the cutscenes. like does it look like that or is it like redone like so the the report also mentioned that there was a pilot that square enix made in unreal because that's the engine they used for kingdom hearts 3 right so i i could very well see it be looking just like kingdom hearts 3 does you know because kingdom hearts 3 looks beautiful yeah but you sparked something when you said how will it look because there's certain worlds in kingdom hearts where the art style and the outfits of sword doll and goofy change based on the world so i would love it if each world they go to is animated like the original disney film of that world you know what i'm saying so like yeah if if they go to little mermaid and hercules it's hand animated like that but if they went to nightmare before christmas it's like stop motion animated or something right oh that could be because if you want to highlight disney in the medium of tv and animation i feel like that'd be such an awesome way to do it that you couldn't in a video game i like that i like that a lot i like that a lot i could i could easily see people being like oh like this like uh you know seems like uh i don't know like unsettling to some degree but i would personally like to see that and it it makes sense like if you're trying to like emphasize like you know and celebrate disney ip yeah you know why not just double down you know Mm -hmm. and make the art styles trans uh translate from episode by episode basis yeah i like that i like that Mm -hmm. interesting well, we'll see how that plays out when that gets announced, because I have no idea. But <laughs> Truly. Kevin, will this come out first, or will a PlayStation Productions production come out first? <laughs> Honestly, probably this. I mean, are we counting the HBO Last of Us? Because, I mean... Yeah. That's, like, straight up happening, I guess. Well, not even, I guess, that, that is straight up happening. But uh, I would still bet on this coming out first. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Oh. Uh, but you know what might not come out at all? What might not come out at all, Christian? WB Montreal's Arkham game. It's time for Arkham Watch. Arkham, 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 Arkham. The reason I tee it up like that is because I don't think we ever touched on this much, but a lot of the rumors about the new Batman game being a reboot, ditching the Arkham name. Why? <laughs> just just to like re like soft reboot you know they want to set up a dc oh, okay. universe of games so like, like okay. when they make their yeah. superman game it doesn't have to be called like superman arkham to sell you know i guess that makes sense actually never yeah. mind yeah i guess that makes sense but this week on arkham watch via 4chan i'm only super, bringing this up because super, super re- re- reputable for sure <laughs> yeah i'm only bringing this up because of what pots is this week apparently Final Fantasy 16, Kevin, will be a timed exclusive for the PS5. It will be revealed at the PS5 event, similar to how Final Fantasy 13 was revealed uh, or teased at the PS3 event, and Final Fantasy 15 was renamed from Versus 13 at the PS4 E3. Um, it's going to have combat that bridges the combat of Final Fantasy 15, which is very action-based, 
with Dark Souls or Jedi Fallen Order, that type of combat. Okay. A new fantasy universe, as one would expect from a new numbered entry. Steampunk-inspired, aesthetically. Okay. And it will be directed by Naoki Yoshida, who, Kevin, is responsible for relaunching and fixing Final Fantasy XIV, the MMO and one of the biggest success stories of the past decade. Okay. All right. I, I, you, you, you had me at Fallen Order Combat, Mm -hmm. and then you really had me at Steampunk. You, okay. All right. All right. Okay. Oddly, oddly time too, because I was actually chilling one night, um, just working on a video. And uh, I popped into a Final Fantasy 15 stream. I was like, "Why not? I'm I, I'm just curious, you know? Like, what what does this game look like running running gameplay wise? Because I don't think I've ever seen like gameplay of Final Fantasy 15, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, and I feel like if if I were to look at it, you know, uh, like October of last year, you know, I would have no idea what, what's really going on. Yeah, you know. But now that I've played through a Final Fantasy, you know. It's like, okay, wait, this 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 looks like something that I could actually play, you know? Yeah. Like it, like it. So like, okay, like I I understand what's going on here, you know? Yeah, I I I am personally intrigued. Yeah. So huh. I love Final Fantasy fifteen. I love okay. that game. It Damn, dude, so should I play good. Final Fantasy fifteen? Yeah, we can talk about that. I I think you should. Probably play. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love Final Fantasy fifteen. I. Some people don't, right? which I get, but interesting that they'd be looking to the drawing board of 15 and how to improve that through looking to Souls for inspiration rather than copy-pasting the ATB system from 7 Remake, which is widely celebrated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do wonder if that is coming down to, again, this is just all speculation, but I wonder if it's coming down to the fact that with 7 Remake, ATB was a big deal for them in the original release so they wanted to also make combat in remake a big deal of like we're changing what it means to have a combat system you know right right but for 16 again moving the series forward I wonder if they do want to continue the trend of making it more action based despite the success of 7's combat you know right yeah yeah Hmm. It's a very good point because, like, I would I would have honestly assumed that like they looked at Seven Remake and was like, okay, like people love this ATB system, so like let's like you know, e- even if we like don't call it ATB, you know, like we we have like its bone and structure, you know, into the new Final Fantasy Sixteen. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. what I would have honestly assumed that would have went down uh, mm-hmm. after seeing the success of Final Fantasy Seven Remake, um, but. I mean, like, if they have a different vision and they want to make it a little bit more, like, what you said, like, still, like, a bit action, like, FF15, but also, like, this, you know, b- b- seemingly more, like, methodical, like, Souls type of combat and Jedi Fallen Order type of combat. Mm-hmm. That's also interesting, you know? Both of them are interesting, but... Hmm. Yeah. I'm intrigued. So, I'm intrigued. Again, as somebody who's new to Final Fantasy, right, do you think... 
that from the perspective of marketing this series so soon after seven remake launches do you think they run a risk of having 16 be a couple years out and then having to announce seven remake part two before 16's out and then having to juggle both of those like where's your head at there because i i do see people speculating before this rumor even came out of like are they gonna wait for 16 until after seven is complete because this is a big deal like right will they cannibalize each other 14 is a different beast because that's an mmo so we don't have to worry about that even though it gets expansions but like Hmm. it's it's really interesting to me yeah that's a yeah that's a silly like either way like one of these games has to lose you know like not like lose like in quality i mean just lose in like the timely fashion of how its respective crowds would want to have this game yeah you know like something's got to give here seemingly um and i thought (laughs) that i mean nothing's confirmed yet but like i thought that we would see 16 like you know towards like a a ways away Mm -hmm. seemingly you know um after seeing the success of seven remake but um i don't know yeah it's 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 interesting uh i guess uh, like because i know me i'm i'm very biased in terms of like i would much rather you know i'm immediately more interested in the follow-up to seven remake mm-hmm. you know like so i do want to hear from you like as someone that's played 15 and stuff like that um like what are you more keen on getting first you know or is it like you want to see 16 because it's it'll be brand new and remake is a bit of a known quality in terms of like if you play through the whole game like it's known quality you know yeah uh so what are you thinking i think from my experience with seven remake they do enough things new that i'm really curious to see how seven remake 2 handles that story Um, oh right right so to that extent i'm excited for seven remake 2 but 16 hearing that it or like thinking about 16 as a follow-up to 15 kind of devoid from 7 remake is very interesting to me because again assuming this is true maybe that means 16's been chugging along since 15 came out in 2016 i think Mm -hmm. um because square enix is a big company they have multiple teams right so yeah yeah there's nothing to say that the team working on 7 Remake is not working on 7 Remake 2 right now, and 16 has been chugging. Good point. It's, it, it's just weird. I, do, I really don't know, because talking through this, too, I do remember that 15 came out after 7 Remake was announced. Right? That's a good point. Like, yeah, 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 definitely did. Yeah. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I think the future for Final Fantasy is very interesting, and I'm I really wonder how much of an impact remake is going to have on the series. I'm intrigued, I'm, yeah. but I love everything that you said about sixteen. Like I love the prospect of it. Yeah, like, it sounds cool. It sounds cool. yeah. And as again, I guess last question for this: as somebody who loved seven remake, do you think you'd be inclined to pick up sixteen? I'm definitely gonna look at it more attentively because like. When Final Fantasy would like be on like a you know previous like 
you know, uh, uh, conference or whatever, you know, as someone that was before seven remake, you know, it was definitely like, a, okay, cool. Like I understand that like that is a game for a lot of people. I understood how big five Nights seven was as a name, you know, but never really like, I don't, like, I just never like considered it in depthly. If, if that makes sense, you know, like it, it's like a similar vein of like the Madden's or like the two K's for me, like, yeah. Cool. Like you know, it, it's there. I recognize it's important. You know, just not doesn't seem like. Well, with the sports game, it was more like definitely just doesn't seem like my game yeah. that I would like to play. But like with the Final Fantasy, it was just more just like an unknown quality. But going into this, I'll definitely looking. I'll definitely be looking at it with a different eye of like, oh, mm-hmm. like there's a level of interest here that's like, all right, like I'm gonna look at you like a little bit more closely and like, you know, when I look at gameplay, it's not like. I have no context anymore. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like, all right, like, I'm actually looking at this game as, like, a potential buy, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So. Square Enix should be taking notes. Definitely. <laughs> they, should, Definitely. they should learn how to market it to a fan of 7 Remake. But, oh, um, yeah, it's a good point. A good point. Speaking of events, it's time for bots. Bots, 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 bots. Kevin, we are potentially on the eve by the time this episode's out, it could have been announced by now. It could have been announced right now as we're recording. Yeah. As far as we know. Like, it, yeah. it, I, I'm shocked this hasn't been confirmed yet, to be honest with you. I'm shocked. So, according to Jeff Grubb, who we've talked about a couple times in the show recently, uh, he works for VentureBeat. He writes for them. He reported on details of the Nintendo Directs that happened late March and April got those right uh said the mass effect trilogy is going to be coming out by ea uh sort of corroborated the whole mario collection anniversary and paper mario stuff so he has a track record that's on the upswing right now Mm -hmm. june 3rd apparently is the playstation 5 event which mind you um it is thursday may 28th so it's Mm -hmm. literally under a week yeah uh, and there's no official word. Mm-hmm. And yeah, here we are. Um, it's been it's been interesting. Uh, one thing also that I think might blend itself a little bit well to the conversation as we continue on as well uh, is that this came out yesterday. And if you had this teed up as a possible talking point, I do apologize. Uh, I didn't. But so there was uh, some comments that have been out there. I don't know if it's actually confirmed. Or if it's just hearsay or whatever. Uh, actually, actually no. It was actually from Alana Pierce on Kind of Funny Games Daily. So a little bit of credibility. She mm-hmm. says here that, quote, Sony has tried to do presentations already this year. And I know this from developers who were supposed to be a part of, the, of those presentations. But didn't. Because for some reason, somewhere in the Sony hierarchy, they were very obsessed with the idea of having a very professional stream. Rather than providing something that was previously recorded. So it like that came out. So it so it seems that like, you know, behind the scenes at least is not like obviously they're trying to be as professional as possible because of the pandemic, of course, that we're going through. Mm-hmm. But it seems that like that was a focus that I didn't expect them to really be like a focal point. Yeah. I just figured like everyone's understanding that like hey, Xbox had Zoom calls 
or like you know like people on c920s and yetis and you know like this mm -hmm. is the reality this is, is what it is so like it's it's interesting to see that sony is definitely like not wanting to put up that like hey here it is you know like i don't know yeah but they're gonna now that's the th right like i mean i think i don't yeah yeah Unless they're having somebody stand in an empty theater and give a speech that they can, like, use dynamic angles on, like it's WWE, they're like, going to be doing some kind of thing that's like the state of plays we got, probably, right? I mean, what I kind of envision, like, after seeing these quotes and everything, like, I envision, like, the Mark Cerny talk as, mm -hmm. like, what their parameter of, like, as professional as they can be right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like where was that? Was that like his home? Did he has does he have a home theater that he just did that in? Like what? Would, where was that? I would I, I would love to know. I would love to know. Um, do we even know if that crowd's real to this day? Like is that bigger so. for? I don't know. I don't think they are. But so there's that that that's a big <laughs> point as well. Like I I don't know. But um yeah that's also a good point. Like I don't know where that was even shot. You know, mm -hmm. but that's how I always like. That's how I took, at least when I read this yesterday, in, in terms of, like, all right, like, what does a hypothetical, like, most professional thing look during these times? And I just immediately think of, like, the Mark Cerny talk, for sure. Yeah. But. I, I, I do think that Nintendo Direct style, we might get a talking head. Uh, I don't know who it would be. Maybe Jim Ryan, like, holding or, like, taking a cloth off Nintendo style, like. This is the PlayStation Five, yeah. Doing like the nice little like hardware, uh, sexy shots. Yeah, yeah. But this, yeah, we're gonna do some predictions for this event. What we want to see, because the rumor is, according to Jason Schreier, that it is software focused. They really want to prioritize software running on PS Five for this event. We're not getting all the details. Um. Uh, a couple more things that they're again this is from jeff grubb there's going to be follow-up state of play in early august as of right now that uh is going to divulge a little more of the information so we're not getting the big dump that we want but we are getting a dump yeah yeah so ideally how would you want this dump to look and sound and feature <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, <clears throat> excuse me, um, like the way it's being talked about from Schreier and Grubb, right? Mm -hmm. Even in it, even that in itself sounds a little bit concerning. Like, I, like, I mean, my so like just not even like talking about like what I want from like a from like a from a, a oh my god a predictions point of view right mm -hmm. like i just want them to be comfortable with opening up pre-orders you know because i'm very keen on like, right, like i just want to put money down on this console right mm -hmm. and like i know like i'm like that's definitely like a very um like niche type of thought right now because i don't yeah. feel like a lot of people are like as sold as i am i'm sold for half because like you know i i want to cover ps5 like day one obviously you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. um but like I just still think it's a weird move to lead with software. I understand why, like, it makes sense why they're leading with software. And, like, I think overall, like, to the general public, it's going to be a more likely positive if they lead with software. 
Yeah. But I think I would have still wanted like a split in the middle. Like, give me a little bit of hardware and give me a lo- and, and show me a lot of software for sure. But like, I don't think it would hurt to like know either the price or what the box looks like. You know, yeah. like I, I don't know which one is more appealing right now to me. Here's, I think maybe yeah, but I I think it's funny you said pre-orders. I don't even think we're getting the price at this thing yet. I I don't I don't think so either. I mean, after what you know, Grub and uh, um, Jason have said, you know, about mm-hmm. uh, these these two events and everything, and yeah, I I mean, like it sounds like we're not getting a price at this. Event. Yeah, I think. Because they've shown us the controller, I think they will show us the box. Yeah. And then we just get hardware, or software. I think the price point is going to be August, because these things aren't launching until, like, October or November, maybe. Mm -hmm. But mass production, according to um, some reports, is starting next week, and that's why we want to... We assume the event is happening next week, so they can get ahead of leaks. So I do think we'll see the box, because of that. Yeah, for sure. But price, I think, is a ways out. I think details of, like, what you get in the box, I think that's the August presentation, probably. But, yeah, I agree with you. It's interesting that they're focusing on software because 90% of the PlayStation news that we've had these past eight weeks has been software-related outside the DualSense. Mm-hmm. Um, because we have... Tsushima, we have Last of Us, even Iron Man VR. So, like, it, it, I, I agree with you, it's weird to lead with software when you still have these heavy hitters coming out for PS4. But because I think they're probably hesitant and they've been reactionary to Microsoft a lot so far, even if they say they aren't, right? Like, yeah. They're waiting for them, you know? Like, they don't have to announce a price yet, so they're probably going to wait as long as they can to see what Xbox does and see if they can undercut them again. It is also, like, worth knowing that, like, July seems like the day, I mean, the the time frame we're going to get, like, the next Series X big info dump, you know? And that's, mm-hmm. you know, before the rumored stay of play in August that's focused on playstation 5 so Mm -hmm. and july for the inside xbox event is when they said they're doing first party so all the acquisitions xbox has made that's when they showcase their games yeah so for sony to do a software focused event ahead of that presentation where you imagine sony's gonna have a couple feel-good announcements of like horizon 2 maybe a god of war 2 tease or a spider-man 2 tease i don't think it's all of those you might get one or two but I think because this generation really hammered in, and I guess even the end of the PS3 gen, that software and the IP is a seller for PlayStation. It's not power, it's the games. Ha- leading with software kind of makes sense, right? Because 100%, yeah, 100%. Just, like, look at the, um, the Unreal demo too. Like A lot of people weren't impressed with it because I feel like it's hard to market what makes next gen next gen over a stream yep right yeah yeah so for you as somebody who's looking at the way xbox is doing it where it's like the most powerful all these features games come later and how that was received versus what we assume is going to happen with playstation of like game 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 box see you later for the details yeah 
what do you think works better for somebody who's not sold on next gen yet mm, that's a good question okay so like if I'm, like if we have like timmy here right that's completely platform agnostic you know mm-hmm. has no allegiance yet like which which one looks more enticing right now yeah okay hmm I mean, like, give. I just feel like overall, like, considering the time framing of like if they're gonna show games next week, hypothetically speaking, which is in itself crazy to even think about because not even confirmed. But like, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, like if they actually do, right? Like, Timmy could get very enticed, you know, by seeing all of these, which I feel like, you know, it it what we hypothetically see at the PS Five event. I feel like there's a higher potential to be better than what Xbox showed two weeks ago or three weeks ago, you know, at their like third party. Granted, that's that's third party to be fair, right? Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, just be transparent here, right? But like, I think even if you, you know, compare it to like the fact that whatever Xbox is showing first party seems a lot of it besides Halo Infinite, besides Forza, you know, it seems to be an unknown quantity, mm-hmm. right? But maybe if Timmy has friends that have heard about Spider-Man, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, Bloodborne, you know, or I guess maybe not Bloodborne too. I don't know. Like those big PlayStation Eat games that Timmy. Wait, what? Eat your words. Bloodborne two would be hype. Oh no, no. I mean, like, I mean, like, I mean, no. I mean, like, it would be hype. <laughs> but like, yeah. like, I just don't know if it's actually happening. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like right. it's safer to say. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what I meant. But uh, you know. Shout out Bloodborne, number fifty. Never mind, just kidding. Uh, so like, um, uh, like, uh, uh, you know, I think you know Timmy. If he has those friends that have talked to him about all of these massive big PlayStation games that have just dominated this gen, right? Like, he may have a better foresight to see, like, okay, like how much more impressive it can be mm-hmm. on PlayStation as opposed to going into unknown territory in terms of what we'll see ip wise in xbox yeah. and who knows like maybe phil spencer you know has been whipping these you know studios you know these these first party studios into shape and like there's there's something truly amazing that we will see in july mm-hmm. on xbox you know uh yeah. but and i think I, yeah yeah i think your example with timmy is accurate based on conversations i've had with friends and co-workers that have been on xbox this generation right like um for instance mike connors co-host of jedi knights he has an xbox one and a pc Mm. um several times we've had conversations and some of them were like let's play battlefront oh wait crossplay doesn't exist he's like man i need a playstation i probably will just get a ps5 Uh, a couple co-workers at work they were like yeah i don't play games much but i'm getting playstation next and i had xbox this time so yeah i think that's probably the right way to go on just based on the word of mouth of this gen but also what you were saying in terms of their ip it's like almost i don't know if it's statistically a fact but i feel like most of the time for hype because i think that's important here known quantities your God of War sequels, your Spider-Man sequels, they carry more of a promise, I guess, and more excitement than, like, Crimson Lockdown being announced right. on the Xbox stage, right? Like, Right, right. 
I don't think that's outlandish. Yeah, no, like I think that's that's a, that that could be a credit. I mean, that could be. A, I think that's a that say you know statement carries weight in mm-hmm. terms of like uh uh you know like take for example like the God of War reveal 2018 right seeing this young boy Atreus talking to the darkness shadows whatever and then Kratos comes out like that room exploded yeah. like the internet exploded because like they know where 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 God of War was or at least they've heard of God of War or you know they like know Kratos like probably not like you know probably like even if you haven't played the games like there's a good chance you know who Kratos as a character is. Oh yeah, he's you know a big what I'm saying? deal, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So like seeing him step in and like totally reinvented like brand new like it it's it it's exciting because you have a frame of reference to like mm-hmm. go off of, you know, as opposed to uh you know, like I think like to to sell like new IP like you need like not just reliant on the content of the IP per se, but like the format of the game, right? Like the game has to look impressive, like visually mm-hmm. or like has to do something like dynamically in the open world, like during like a demo or 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 something like that, or like in game engine to facilitate the hype, you know? Yeah, like look at if Horizon. that makes sense. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Horizon uh-huh. was a really uniquely designed and crafted world that visually is interesting because it's a clash of overgrown wildlife with technology and like a coldness meaning a warmth and it was following up kill zone decades of kill zone games right <laughs> um well two decades but still like i'm with you there like that excitement i wasn't hyped for horizon leading up to launch i was like this looks neat this is cool it's cool that gorilla is doing this instead of another kill zone but on the level of xbox i do think that comparison's fair right like if uh the coalition i think who makes gears shows up and they're like we have a game that only takes place in the ocean and everything's the ocean is pink the sky is green and we only travel by submarines (laughs) there's no land like that it's like okay now you got something right 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 so yeah i do think there's a numerous amount of factors that play in based on the studio their history or the initial way to sell an ip because that god of war event like you brought up when god of war 2018 was revealed i was watching it with my buddy omar uh as somebody who again only played a little bit of one of the psp games when kratos walked out i flipped out dude it was was hype it was hype I I was, that was insane. I could not believe what I was seeing. I was like, "This looks good. Like a God of War looks good to me." Like straight up. Like eventually, we will talk about you know like the best PS4 moments of like the generation. And like th- if that is up near the top, you know, five eight seven, you know, and five eight seven. Looking back on it now, for me, I understand the hype now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and and I'll definitely understand it a lot more when I play the original, of course, too. Yeah. Um, but like, I can see that being like as well, like another one, just like, just moments of like, I mean, oh, another one, even like the Spider-Man reveal, like when, when we get those like, you know, scenes of New York and then we get Spider-Man like jumping down off of somewhere and like that slow pan up and you see his suit mm-hmm. and the sun, you're like, dude, you know, like, yeah, ugh, there's so many good reveals. It's so good. You know, like yeah. that's what I think we will get at PlayStation's event, whatever. But mm-hmm. I do 
don't want to like discredit it, that like we could get a horizon type of new ip unveiling at xbox oh yeah you know it just has I, to I, like be as impressive as that you know yeah. i think it's even fair to say that xbox might show off a marvel game at their event definitely it could happen yeah. in terms of playstation in terms of this ps5 event right there's a lot of unknowns that's been floating around the ether for a while with ps5 games because like sony hasn't announced a game in a few years yep <laughs> like they haven't when was the last big game they announced was it ghost like i think it was ghost brand new i think it would be ghost technically yeah because ghost is the last game that has to release that we know of from playstation first party so right. it had to be ghost it has to be ghost yeah right i'm trying to see what event october 2017 was the announcement of ghost of tsushima um death stranding was 2016 last of us part two was 2015 or 2016 um days gone was 2017 spider-man was 2017 announced god of war was 2017 or 2016 i think so like we've been new what yeah. they were working on yeah so Man, all these studios that have been silent since their games launched. Obviously, some of the more recent ones, like um, Bend probably doesn't have anything to show. Um, Kojima probably doesn't. Well, Kojima had a fast turnaround in Death Stranding, so maybe not. But, like, Naughty Dog probably doesn't have something to show. Like, Yeah, definitely not Naughty Dog. I feel like the, the, the one that comes to mind that's, like, close to definite is Gorilla and maybe santa monica i think santa monica has a chance dude i i think i think i think there's all a chance that santa monica definitely 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 mm-hmm. um maybe insomniac but ratchet and clank yes i think that's fair as well because yeah insomniac makes games fast they're pr- they're bigger than people think they are like they had a vr team for a long time i think they still have it but they do yeah yeah, yeah. uh they have a north carolina studio and a california studio yeah the yeah. north Carolina does Ratchet and Clank. Well, they did 2015 mm-hmm. while California was doing Sunset Overdrive and then they went to Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's fair to say that some of the bigger studios that had big PS4 games could show their next project, right? I don't think it's a lock that God of War 2 is going to be here or Insomniac's next game, but I think the chances are m- more than 50%. Mm-hmm they'd showcase one of these right yeah because if you look at the past generation i think playstation understands the importance of games that don't exist yet you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like yeah they showed us god of war in 2016 but we didn't get until 2018 so it was like a carrot on a stick the whole time but you gave people reasons to buy into that platform throughout those two years right Right. So I think they understand that that's important, and because of their silence, I do think we will get some big things. So, what ideally, out of all the first parties, give me like two or three things that you really, really want to see that you think could be realistic. Okay. In terms of like PlayStation first party, right? Well, PlayStation first party, but also you could bring in some of these rumors if you want. Like, obviously, Blue Point's been flowing around a lot. Uh, Konami Silent Hills, the Small Fantasy 16 thing. Right, like, right, right. Where right. you at? Okay. Um, okay, in terms of, like, second and third party, right, mm-hmm. um, I don't think it's out of the question that we see 
the next COD be revealed at this event? Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. I think I think that one checks out. Um, if there was a year where Destiny Two was doing something big, I could see that as well. Mm-hmm. I just don't see maybe like a maybe like twelve like two minutes like hey like Destiny Two is coming to PS5 officially. It's being supported. Mm-hmm. Please, for the love of God, announce announce sixty frames for Destiny Two on PS5. <laughs> I'll cry. I will cry. I will cry. Right. Uh-huh. If they do that. They sold me so hard, right? Um, like that. Um, uh, what else? Okay, so mm, I could see Final Fantasy as well being there. Um, I guess if we're going off, if we're going off four chan, sixteen for sure. You know what I'm saying? I would have much like if it was like my Kevin, like just make your dream reveal event. I would love to see seven two. I know it's not ready yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I know they had that on the show right now, but like if there were, I would love that. You know for yeah. sure. Um, huh. Okay. Now getting into the first party, right? I think you start and have Ratchet and Clank be the like same type of like family friendly game that Knack was. You know. Mm-hmm. I think. I think. I think that. I think Knack can. You know, take a little bit of a backseat, or maybe Knack Three is coming. You know, I'm not ruling it out per se, but I think that Ratchet and Clank could be a great like replacement for that family friendly game that you want to show yeah. off for a new console to platformer, same as Knack. Yeah. And Ratchet it's, Click has a has a name, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's been a while, and they still like to hold on to Ratchet out of all those like more cartoony characters and franchises, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I could see that for sure. And obviously Cerny needs the power of the PlayStation Five Pro for NAC three, so not gonna happen. Precisely. At launch. Precisely. Maybe that's the key mark game for, for, for Pro. Precisely. Precisely. Yeah. You're right. Absolutely. We need all the we need all the triangles, you know. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. with, uh, <laughs> with Ratchet though, I just I do hope because I, I get twenty fifteen was a little more toned down with the and I think the feature trilogy was a bit more toned down by the end of it with like the not dirty jokes but like more crude humor stuff like 2015 toned down a little bit because they had the movie as well but i would like to see them get back to the old timeline of stuff because 2015 was a weird like half reboot like was in the main canon timeline but was a retelling narrated by quark so like it's not we don't need a direct follow-up to 2015 in terms of like the actual timeline, but more so progressing that PS3 trilogy. Right, right. Yeah. I see that. Even though we we have gotten murmurs this week of like a Jack and Daxter reboot, mm-hmm. who was rumored to make that? Blue Point. Oh man. Do you think we see Blue Point's game at this event? Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. That was that was my middle one. I had well, I had two potential middle ones, but one of the middle ones was 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 gonna be Blue Point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, yeah. Okay, so out of all the things that Blue Point's been rumored to be doing, there's Jack and Daxter, which again, their history, it's usually been PlayStation exclusives. Like they did Shadow of the Colossus, they did the Uncharted Collection. Um, I think they were, they did the original Ico and Shadow of the Colossus HD on PS3, mm-hmm. but the rumors have been mostly Jack and Daxter. Um, Metal Gear Solid, Demon Souls, all of which have been exclusive to PlayStation consoles and unplayable on anything other than PlayStation consoles. 
out of those three, which one do you think is the most likely? The most likely. Um, I think, unfortunately, I think Metal Gear might be the least likely, even though I want that, I think, the most. Right? Yeah, me too. I think, right? I think that one might be the least likely. I think Demon Souls, only because we have heard it for so long, I could just mm-hmm. see that. Just, hey, guys, like, you know, no matter what you heard, we just like talking in games. And, like, this is just it, – it was actually Demon Souls the whole time. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know. Um, or I could even see them – really doing jack after the success of ratchet and clank overall and hit like another 40 dollar price point you know of an older ip bring it back to the new age you know what i'm saying like i think they could even do that that even checks out for me but i think it might just be demon souls you know what i'm saying yeah um and and like i don't know if they would want to have like similar you know not obviously not the same game but like have a ratchet and clank and jack and daxter launch close to each other Mm-hmm. If they are aiming for launch, you know, I think that'd be a bit redundant, you know, and I think it could like, it just seems like they could be cross, uh, you know, like those, those games could be unintentionally competing against each other when yeah. they don't have to, you know. And bringing up Demon Souls actually, and hearing your side of it, because I I'm with you that I think Demon Souls is probably the most likely, um. I'd be, w- I'd be hyped for all three of these, but Demon Souls kind of takes the steam out of Bloodborne Two being a thing anytime right. soon, right? Um, which is unfortunate, but yeah, I think Demon Souls is probably likely. And I think it it would add to a great like variety of like, you know, a first mm-hmm. party lineup, you know, on day Definitely. one, you know, y- yeah. you have a nice variety with that. Um, but my dream second middle announcement, right? would be that Sony San Diego team yeah, dude. that's working on something. If they, yo, I, sw- I would open mouth cry uh-huh. if they do an Uncharted. I was gonna, I was, say, oh I was gonna bring this up if you didn't. Y'all, I, I would, think... li- I, I would trade up get them. Like I have chills right now. I would get mm-hmm. emotional on stream if they did Uncharted. If, if, if they announced like, hey, Uncharted, it's back. You know, mm-hmm. like we all know it's not going to be with Nate and that's completely fine. We've mm-hmm. all accepted that. Uncharted 4 is a perfect ending to Nate's story. Have mm-hmm. no quarrels there. I would just love to have and to see what's next for Uncharted. Same. God, that'd be fucking perfect. That's so Yeah, I, I need, I, oh, man. I really think the time is right. I believe the rumors. Um, I don't know how much of an overlap there would be. This might be a completely different conversation, but I don't know how much of an overlap there'd be with the cast we're familiar with already. Mm-hmm. Um, like I feel like Naughty Dog might want to return to the pool of Nadine and Chloe if they ever wanted to make another Uncharted based on the reception of Lost Legacy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, and that's what I, I haven't would, played Lost Legacy. I know you have, but yeah, um, I could see them going back to Lost Legacy, like, like, like in terms of like Nadine and Chloe for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, like, what I mean, what I think what I actually want is what you pitched of like, give me a, give me a nineteen eighties, nineteen seventies Sully. Yeah, dude. You know, like, give me a different time era, like. Mm-hmm. 
hell yeah. Like, that sounds amazing. Like, that sounds so cool. You know? Yeah. That sounds so cool. The music, you know, like, like I, I just, that air, that sounds amazing, you know? Yeah, and I think. Screw it. Have, like, solely be in the mix of, like, the Miami late 80s, you know, Vice City type of drug imp. Like, something like that. Like, throw him in the middle of that, mm-hmm. you know? I think it could I think that's a great idea. That's a yeah, great idea. I'd love to see at least one of Sully's adventures. Like, what what was the treasure that he wanted to go for, right? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. we never really explored that. I'd love to see what his magnum opus was, or at least, like, maybe one of his early jobs. Um, and I think you could probably get a really interesting cast around him, maybe flesh out the whole criminal underworld network that we've that's been alluded to in, like, Uncharted 4 with Nadine and Rafe. Um, mm-hmm. Marlo and 3, Cutter chloe like there's a band of thieves right so like let's maybe explore sully's role in that and how he became so well known yeah um i think it would probably like separate it enough from mainland uncharted that people would be okay enough with it like different era familiar character at a different age of his life i think that could be very cool and i really want to see that i'm literally like swelling up in tears when thinking about like yo bro i'm gonna straight cry <laughs> like straight up straight yeah. up but the last like play they, like what what they end the conference on right like like what is like the end banger yeah right i got two and one one's gonna be the what i think is likely the other one is the dream mm-hmm. right the likely is probably guerrilla games horizon zero dawn 2 you know what i'm yes. saying a very very impressive showing show me open world show me um the like follow-up to the uh very end of Horizon zero dawn and how that may be the main driving force of this sequel you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um screw it show me a new you know uh uh not not robot but like creature i guess if you will another robot dinosaur show me show me a new one yeah. please show aloy like jumping off a cliff and her landing on one of the flying ones please please oh my god oh yeah, my god please please, please. that would be a moment Jesus Christ, bro. Imagine it opens up, right? There's, like, something happens in the distance, whatever. You know, Ayla, like, says 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 something witty to, like, someone else, whatever. Sprints. Jumps off. Storm. Stormbreaker? No, it's not Stormbreaker. What? No. What's Storm it called? Stormbird, I think. Storm something. Whatever the bird's called. You know, just because she jumps off. You think she, like, is doing. <gasps> Maybe we think she's doing, like, the tall neck animation, you know? How she uh-huh. jumps off that, but she actually lands on the bird and just flies off, and she's controlling yeah. it. That'd be sick. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Horizon 2, I think, is probably the surest thing, right? Because Gorilla shipped that in 2017, mm-hmm. and that was really, outside of Detroit, I think, the only big PlayStation exclusive of that year. Um and obviously 2016 was a nine dog game they're on their cycle to release their next one um so timeline wise it makes the most sense that gorilla would have something to show right yeah so on, i think you said they kick off with ratchet right i think they yeah. kick off with horizon i could I see think, that too yeah i, I think they way. show up and they do probably something similar to what you said but really just similar to how this last state of play showed ellie swimming like show Ayla climbing anything, mm. right? Have just better traversal immediately. Yeah. And I think you get people in, you build throughout a trailer. Like Horizon was always great at doing that in their 
showcases where they were building throughout the demo until this big thing happens at the end that throws a new question to you about that world right Mm -hmm. and i I think you're probably right like i think having a new creature dino makes sense as the little stinger at the end of the teaser that makes us go like oh what like give us like a giant gorilla like king kong size mech or something oh my god or like something that jumps out of the water jurassic world style like water dinosaurs now something like that oh my god a giant robot ape sounds horrifying (laughs) right (laughs) that's something but imagine it fighting the uh, the um thunder jaws oh okay i like that i do i do now my like dream hype end of the conference you know because i I do feel like yeah yeah you know know where you're going right yeah you know i'm gonna say it's it's the other one that makes sense and if we end say we end on ratchet and clank or we end on blue point it's like okay sweet ps5 let's go but we got one more thing Mm -hmm. and it's one of these two things that i know you're about to say right now it's like one of one is like hey guys we got one more thing i'll see you we will see you analogous for the stay of play you know uh but we're gonna leave you off with this whatever right mm-hmm. black we get you know maybe some vo uh from our boy kratos or whatever because i don't think we see them i still don't think we see him i think we see like i imagine like a lightning strike and then the 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 logo of like god of war ragnarok and they make it official do you think they put a date on that or do you think it's just as ps5 i think it's just as ps5 okay i think so yeah i think if they do tease god of war 2 or ragnarok or whatever it's gonna be called i do think it's probably minimal i do think it would be what i'd love to see is like what happens immediately after we cut to black at the end of god of war 2018 Ooh. like just just give us another like 30 seconds of that little interaction i like that okay i like um, actually i like that a lot more than what i said never mind okay, mm-hmm. okay. but the more I think about it, like, because that would be super cool, but I do think you would kind of rob a similar sort of hype from the 2018 announcement where it's like old Kratos walks out of the shadow, where I think you could probably do a really good reveal maybe next year for God of War 2, where, like, a slightly aged up Atreus is out in the world and we're playing as this guy hunting this, like, deer and then it's like this kid sounds a little familiar and then it's like wait that's atreus right if they pull off another fake out of like we're watching this thing and the first minute we have no idea it's got a war yeah dude i that would be perfect because we know like ragnarok is supposed to take a long time to happen right yeah so maybe age up atreus a couple years and have him be playable in some capacity and showcase that i feel like that could be really cool because as you were saying it as you were saying one more thing fade to black i had a different outcome because i wanted you to say god of war but i did think of something else what do you think i i feel like the realistic thing is fade to black okay after the one more thing we linger on the black we hear yuri lowenthal right talking about how difficult things have been how the city's just getting worse winter time is here and it's just it's hanging on this black right uh-huh. 
and he sounds sad. Obviously, the end of Spider-Man would lead him to be sad still. Absolutely. Um, MJ is out in a different part of the world right now. So we, we still linger on this black, right? And then, like, we see, like, a little bit of, like, a vignette of, like, come in. Like, it's it's getting lighter, but it's still black. And then we still get this narration, and the vignette gets bigger and bigger until we realize that it's the camera pulling away from the suit. And he's wearing the black suit, Kevin. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. He's wearing the black suit. And then similar to the initial reveal of PS uh, Spider-Man PS4, where he gets his like narration tied to like a bunch of cutscenes of like cool action stuff. Uh-huh. Black suit. Showcase the black suit, throw a villain in there. Um oh, and maybe shit. like the stinger is like him and Miles back to back both in black suits, but obviously Miles has more of the red. And then you say you end it with Spider-Man 2 2021. I love the idea of zooming out in just a black suit. And you're right. not like, oh, damn it. Damn. Because <laughs> Shit, the thing is, you, you hear you're alone, though. You're like, oh, cool, Spider-Man. But the thing is, the thing that trips you out is the fact that it's like, why aren't they showing anything? And then it's like, oh, wait. <laughs> they are showing Yeah, They are showing it. Okay, I, so. I like that infinitely more than what I have. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because if, if, if they can fake us out again with god of war again i would mm-hmm. want that again I, yeah. I i want that again for sure yeah for sure oh and, man because like mm. thinking about it i feel like they'd probably feel more confident planting a date on spider-man just because they they have spider-man that we know and love already running on ps5 they've showcased the ps5 with that game right yep mm-hmm. i came out in 2018 same year as god of war but like you and i have talked about a lot before you can't really redo New York. You can't redo Manhattan. So the groundwork is there. Um, obviously, you can like spruce it up a little bit, but like maybe add Brooklyn, and that's the sequel. God, I th- I feel like a God of War two, especially if you're dipping into other realms and stuff like that, probably would take longer than a Spider Man two. So I I feel like the turnaround for Spider Man two might be a bit faster. There's been those rumors that it is coming late next year. So. I feel like they'd be more confident to stamp a date, even if it's just a year, on a Spider-Man sequel before a God of War sequel. I can't wait, man. Yeah. <laughs> and to think that this could possibly be happening next week. Right? In six days. That's by, if By the time you're listening to this, it's even less. Yeah. It's five. It's a very good point. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm excited. Oh, I'm excited, man. We'll see. We'll see. Why just get like knack three? Um, <laughs> Won't be like a letdown. I'm trying to think. Hmm. Uh, here, honestly, here's something. Ooh, I, I thought of a good one that we didn't even think of. Go ahead. I would be a little bummed if we see that Gorilla is doing kills on again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to a to a similar type of topic there we gotta somehow bring up or somehow like have a end book deal on like the murmurs of a socom you know like there's well actually relate to relate to gorilla there have been rumors that like those that worked on Killzone mm-hmm. are now doing socom from gorilla games yeah I, that could be 
what ends up happening. I just I, I think Gorilla returning to an FPS would be a bummer for me. I know some people yeah. want a PlayStation exclusive FPS, but yeah, going back to that after branching out with Horizon would be a bit of a bummer. Like even SOCOM, it is a shooter, but it's a third person shooter. Yeah. So. I guess we'll see, Christian. I guess we will see for sure. I don't want to extend the conversation any longer, but... What do you got? Kojima Productions, Kevin. (sighs) What are the odds? Because he's been cooking. He's been teasing things. He's He's saying he's working on stuff. He's cooking. He's he's, he's definitely cooking. Um, Do you you remember how fast it took him to put out a Death Stranding teaser? I don't recall how fast it was. So I think they announced the partnership in like... So, I don't remember when the partnership was announced. I don't know if I remember if that was before the E3, but Metal Gear Solid Five came out September 2015. Mm-hmm. Then he was banned from going to the Game Awards. He was, like, locked in his house. Right. I don't know if that's actually what happened, but... <laughs> <laughs> E3 2016, he came out, and they were there was the reveal of what, like, this weird cutscene, Death Stranding, he's working with Norman Reedus again after PT got canceled. That was that fast. Man, so it was from sep- September to E3? Yes, yeah, so you'd have to assume wow. that it it might have been, like, January if he was still on, like, some weird Konami contract, but... Oh, right, that's... Damn. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, given his quickness, he could definitely do something. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like, he, he could have something cooked, definitely. Wasn't there something... I know, I don't want to drag on the conversation, too, but, like... Uh, was there something that like he had something on his desktop? Yeah. Right? So there were there was a poster I think for a horror movie, and then there was a quote he said of like I want to make the scariest game ever. <laughs> or yeah, something that, like that. But like, I thought there was like some Adobe Illustrator file on his desktop that had like like something announcement, and it was with another company. I forgot what it was. I don't know. It could be unrelated. I, I don't even know. But yeah. I think of that too, but I don't know. Well, I think similar, like, obviously Death Stranding Reception was a little mixed, but the name Hideo Kojima, Kojima Productions, I think will still carry a lot of weight to sell your console, you know? Yeah. Um, even if the game is two years out, maybe. Because I think he's probably going to keep up that pace of pretty snappy development right that he's free yeah so. but we'll just have to wait and see that was a very fun discussion i'm excited for this event now i liked it a lot yeah. i love this fire best one was spider-man for sure sounds dope well uh kevin if people would like to follow you on twitter find you online where can they find you at youtube.com slash source we uh continue on last of us uh again huge breakdown i got in the works right now uh, as well as plenty of PS5 stuff whenever they come out. Of course, you can see it first on PlayStation Source and at PS Source Vids on Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter at the KDS123 if you'd like to follow me and my opinions there. And Christian, where can people find you? Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Chris N. Buckley. Uh, here on JoyClicks, YouTube.com slash JoyClicks is where you can catch Kevin and I doing some streams throughout the week. Uh, those are archived in a stream playlist now. They won't be popping up on the channel. They'll just be in the playlist. But um, if you're listening to the show, or if you want to listen to the show, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the podcast feed of your choice. 
Uh, a couple of them are linked in the description for you to access very easily. Uh, if you enjoy the show, if you like it, share it around. Give us a like, give us a rating, give us a review. That'd be appreciated if you can on your platform. And, um, yeah, uh, get excited, I guess, for the PS5 event. You know, look to your hobbies and your favorite things in these <laughs> horrible times. Truly. Uh, stay safe. Truly. Wash your hands still, like Kevin says. Definitely wash your hands. Definitely wash your hands. And, uh... <laughs> So Kratos said be better and then the Spider-Man thing was be greater, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize how close those were. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're right. So we we left be off better. of Spider-Man and God of War is the big one more things. So that's the one more thing for the episode this week. <laughs> be better, be better be and be greater. <laughs> uh, oh, but man. um We'll see you next week. We'll see you for reactions if this PS5 event goes down on uh, probably PlayStation Source. But until then, it's pizza time. Pizza time. Later, guys.